Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell. Along with my co-hosts here, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer, this week we're updating you on the biggest story in entertainment news, the scandal on Pump Rules. Oh, and a little thing called the Academy Awards. Happy Oscar night, all. We're dressed in our in our red carpet finest. You look yep. great. You look amazing. Is that, is that a new fit? I like it. Yeah, you know, I think um, J.C. Penney or Macy's made it Ooh. custom for me. Mm. Well, if you're asking, Sharon if you, Stone and wearing Gap. <laughs> oh, I thought that that could have gone in a se- completely different direction. Oh, <laughs> well, you never know because all you can see is the top of me. That's yeah. true. You could you could be pantsless. I know I am. <laughs> I could be pantsless all of these recordings, <laughs> and maybe I have been. Yeah. Stacy Tubin. <laughs> I do live awesome. alone, you know. <laughs> Honestly, the one time I recorded with you last two weeks ago, you were in the other room, so you might have been pantsless. I have no idea. <laughs> I gotta keep the magic going. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars are somebody, happening. Yeah, five blocks away from me, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the no, only thing all I care is about a, is is all the traffic and the uh, it's sound a burden. And the noise. <sighs> Such a yeah. burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll get into it later. But I have thoughts on the Oscars, but nothing to do with the movies because I don't watch movies. Oh God, I haven't no. seen a single one. I basically keep my SAG membership just so I can see the screeners from SAG and watch them because because going to the movies nowadays is like honestly even for a single person it's like fifty dollars mm-hmm. you know between parking and like food and like the tickets and everything and reserving and all that stuff so if, when i just like watch all the movies i want to watch off the screeners i was like oh that's just paid for itself membership mm. paid for itself so there we go yeah and i get to watch them in the comfort of my own home i can pause it and i can go to the bathroom and i don't have to ask somebody what i missed <laughs> no, no, it's so great. There's like no for me movies. Like I don't have a great attention span, especially for with the inability to pause. I also don't care. Um, I don't have access to movie star. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to be like, oh hey, maybe if I'm nice, Meryl Streep's going to invite me to her party. No, but like a housewife or so. You know what I mean? So I don't feel as connected. And then the other thing. I forgot about with movies. Oh yeah, you can't get you can't. You're not like I like like with reality TV. You're live tweeting. It's engaging. Again, Glenn Close isn't going to get offended and block me on her the night. You know what I mean? I like. I like uh, t- too soon. She, she, Glenn Close had to back yeah. out of the Oscars tonight because she has COVID. Too soon. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. We were robbed. Like she, she was supposed to present with Harrison Ford, and we were robbed of the reunion from Air Force One that everybody wanted. Remember that movie? <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually did start. I'm together sorry. Can in that we go movie. back to? Can we go back to Jordan's? Uh, basically, telling us like his kink is like the ability of a C or D list reality celebrities' ability to. 
block him in real time yeah. is what really gets him off. Like, yeah. like that's why he can't watch movies because it doesn't have that kind of thrill. Like, some people are voyeurs. Some people are into <laughs> domination or sub. Like, some people are into feet. No, Jordan is into reality TV star blocking. There, there I have an album. A- Screenshots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There has to be at least one therapist who listens to the show who every week, week in, week out, just hears Jordan thinks, man, if I could crack that nut open. (laughs) Just an hour, just one hour. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the only one. I I don't know if I probably racked up a pretty record amount of blocks by like Bravo Webs and stuff. I'm definitely in the upper. I've achieved a lot, but there are people whose like usernames are like, I'll, I'll give them shout outs at the one off the top of my head. There's an account I always see called like a uh, blocked by jacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a badge of honor. Yep. I have a lot of badges. I'm running out of space on my vest, but no. <laughs> Look at you, you reality TV scout. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even know who blocked you without actually fit? You have to go to their page to know you've been blocked, right? Like, yeah, it's not like it tells you when somebody blocks you. Yeah, I mean, okay, the gold. This is like the dream. What I live for is when they see my when they get in a fight with me, then block me. So then they reply, and then I click it, and it, they're gone. And I'm uh, like, oh, that's the best way to notify me that you hate me. But um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just look. I can't find them, but you know, I have a selection of accounts. So I'll be like, "Fine, I'll go check on the other," and I'll be like, "Yes, they're still up." That means they blocked me. And then I go just, back and I screenshot. Do you just like, like sit tr- back and like have a like post coital yeah. cigarette? <laughs> like when you find this out, you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty. Um, it's pretty satisfying. <laughs> it was easier when I used to drink a lot." I mean, then they, they had they had reasons to block me. I was just like really, really mean. I looked at the ones that probably got Ariana to block me. They're like five years old, like posted at one a.m. Mm. They're really. I'm a I'm a hard audience to please, but it's constructive criticism. So. <laughs> Constructive criticism for a drunk is something we take with a like a whole thought like if they're not prepared if they're not prepared to welcome my suggestions, I can't help them. <laughs> you know, they have to really do some social they need to look inside themselves if the the things I'm saying with great intentions trigger them. The therapists listening to this podcast need to contact Nate and, and myself. And yeah. so that we can. DMs are uh, open. DMs are open to you therapists out there and uh, we'll coordinate the intervention mm. on Jordan. I'm like, a, I'm like one of those nightmare narcissistic mothers, but I'm just an audience member on, I'm not an audience member with social media. Well, that makes you sound unspecial and just like the rest of the internet. No, Jordan, yeah. you yeah. are special. I'm Tweeter Dearest. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that should be your new your new handle, Twitter dearest. <laughs> Set it up now because once this gets released on Tuesday, somebody's gonna fucking take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. What else has happened this week? Anyone hungry? I'm on a I'm Always. on a I, I love my transition, so really just 
top notch. Yeah. But Always. I am on a look. Yeah. What did you guys see? It was uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Big, it was on TMZ, actually. Yeah. So it was. It was. There. There. It's a legal brouhaha over uh, whether or not a boneless wing is actually a boneless wing. It's the fight of our ages. Yeah. What is it? Um, so the buff. It's Buffalo Wild Wings is being sued, and it's because they're. Boneless wings are actually like chicken nuggets, right? It's not wing the, meat. Yeah, I think the the person sue. I think it might be a class action suit. I don't think they're suing a lot. I think they're looking for people to join. Is mm-hmm. they're um, they're they're trying to make the argument that Buffalo Wild Wings is is marketing their boneless wings as if they were actual wings with the, that were deboned, as opposed mm-hmm. to what they actually are is just a chicken breast diced up and fried. Which I thought that was kind of assumed when you order buffalo or boneless wings. I didn't. Why would they go to the effort of deboning a wing when they can just give you a different piece of chicken? Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, how expensive would it be to have like them deboned? Because, like, think about how much work it takes for you to just take the take it off the bone with your Uh fucking mouth, and like they're not taking it off with their mouth; they're taking it off with their fingers or. I don't know of a cherry pitter type of machine mm. that debones chicken wings. Sucks a bone out. Yeah, I'm sure. There's yeah, something. exactly. Like that would be expensive as all hell. I mean, I can't find the actual price because it probably also varies depending on where you live. But you know these these wing boneless wings are cheap, honey. You're eating at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not like you went to Le Cirque and mm. they lied to you that the you know the the salmon was actually uh, you know Arctic char instead. Mm. I'm sorry. Like, Either. shut up and sit down, sir. Enjoy your wings. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. honestly, a, anyways, it's a bonus because I don't like. I like buffalo style everything, but wings is in the actual little like scrawny nubs. There's no yeah. real meat on it. Yeah, like I don't you, know why people like aren't. F- I like the drumstick part of not it. the flat. Like, yeah, yeah if you meat. took like a. F- Flat and, and took the two, the like double bone thing out of it. There'd be yeah. so little meat on that. It's like skin. So I I mean, really, they're getting a they're getting more out of it. Lean mm-hmm. protein if they switch to breast meat. It it's just really I funny like that somebody's. Yeah. No, um, no, I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason why I would have them with the bone in there because I was like, I kind of I prefer dark meat. For yeah. the most part. So, yeah. Like. Well, I do too, but I'm just thinking like there could be, I could see a lawsuit where if they were expecting breast meat and they got dark because there's like a health difference, like cholesterol or fat content yeah, or something. Yeah. But the, <laughs> it's, fry, it's a fried piece yeah, of chicken. What, once no you're, once what? you're frying the meat, it's kind of a negligible difference at that point. Yeah. Do you, do you remember but Mc, I, McNuggets? I just, Remember McNuggets used to be dark and white. Then they got rid of it, like because they too many people complained. Like like one out of every four nuggets, chicken McNuggets you'd get was it was dark meat. They, they that was like ten. And, that then, was like and then they years went ago, to making. Yeah, but then they that's probably like thirty or forty years ago, and then they yeah. went to selling us just pink paste that was fried. Right. So I mean, there you that, go. Uh, that should be our next big the uh, suing them over the McRib not being an actually deboned rib should be our next big lawsuit. Yeah. I'm sure somebody's already done that. To be honest, Damn. I mean, hell, the person who sued them over the coffee they made a fortune. Yeah, that, 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 that coffee is too hot. 
It was like $5 million in like the 80s or something. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. I mean. You know, I was, I forget what I was watching. I should find it and I'll make a note. But because I always thought that that was very ridiculous. And then I was watching a documentary about safety laws. And they brought up, and they basically were going back to that that case and talking about how, yes, it seemed ridiculous, but how there used to not be, like, yes, this woman ordered hot coffee, but that coffee was hotter than it was supposed to be. Like, and there wasn't, and so she wasn't told like, this is really hot or like, and there wasn't enough like warning. And so she, I mean, how many times do we put stuff between our legs when we're sitting there in the line or like grabbing stuff and everything like that? And so it wasn't just that she like spilled hot coffee on her. She got like third degree burns from this coffee. Yeah. You shouldn't get third degree burns from coffee at a restaurant. Like that shouldn't be happening to you. And so then I was like, I was like, oh, I'm an adult. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess that is kind of bad, (laughs) man. I guess I kind of feel bad for this lady because I mean, especially it's on her thighs and her thighs and her nether regions. Like, ah. Yeah. I think if that if that's spelled if that's spilled on a man's pee-pee. I mean, you're talking like me now. I know. That's what I I wanted to see what happened. I really wish I'd said tinkle instead. That would have been a hundred percent Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but I mean, if, if it, if it's spilled on a man's tinkle, then he probably would have gotten $10 million. Let's be honest here. Yeah, probably. Um, Oh, I, I'm sorry. I keep getting caught up. You brought up the McRib and I, I, had one because it's like one of the I love chasing uh fast food novelties. Linda, and the McRib yeah. sucks. I like oh yeah. I, I don't mean I like it's just, it tastes like something from um from a ca- a school cafeteria when I was in like the first grade maybe. I I don't get the hype. I, and I love uh, trash food. I mean all I love a two dollar you know a value menu weird Taco Bell concoction, but no, the McRib is just like flavorless and weird. And it, the, the, the weirdest thing about it is that I don't know if you've ever seen what a McRib looks like pre-sauce, pre-cooking when it's just frozen. Oh, d- Google it. Probably it is something. To. It's white. Yeah. It's consi- it, And the fact that it has no bone because it's formed, it's a patty that's formed to look like it has a bone in it. It's the weirdest thing ever. But, you know, people like it, I guess. Good for them. I just want people, yeah. to be people, eat, people eat Pringles. Those aren't real like potato chips. Let's yeah, see. I do. I no. like Pringles. It, this isn't even a comment on the quality of the McRib. I just mean there was like it was such a letdown. There's like it tasted like straight up like second grade LAUSD cafeteria food. I, I didn't go. I, I've heard people like travel the country for it and like mm-hmm. have what are those things called? Where I'm losing it. Where you get a signature, an autograph? No, like you a, know, like they stand outside the, they stand outside the grocery store. Oh, like store a petition. You, a petition. Oh, oh yeah. I'm oh, I, I'm it. sure there have been so many petitions to keep that bad boy. Keep around. it year around. It, it's gross. It's the same thing with with you know Disney used to do with their movies, where they'd lock them in the quote unquote vault mm-hmm. and you couldn't buy them because it kept the demand up. Yeah, I think I think it is just the thrill of the chase because it was such a letdown. Like there are items at other takeout places I wish they would keep. 
I was thinking about that today at Trader Joe's, which isn't takeout, but you don't say you like something because then they take it away. That's how Trader Joe's operates. They had a mushroom couscous 20 years ago that I absolutely loved. It was so good. It was so good. And they took it away and I've never seen it ever again. And I think about that every time I look at the couscous there at Trader Joe's. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I think of, I go, God yeah. damn it. Cause there's a little glimmer of hope always when I kind of, when I go and I was like, what if they brought it back or they've got a new version somehow, some way? No. Yeah. <laughs> this way I was, at, I was there today and the white cheddar popcorn I like has disappeared. And it could be a stocking issue, but there's also just, you never, it's nerve wracking. It's like, you they took know. away my favorite can- chocolate bars. They really? took away my favorite, Those like bastards. the treat, the ones that were always at the front. And it, my favorite one was like basically the dark chocolate truffle candy. Bars. Oh, I know those. Yeah. Yep. They took them all away. They're all gone. Those, those ones are gone. And I was yeah. like, what, what? And again, yeah, for the first like week or two, you think it's a stocking issue. And then you start asking about it. And they're like, oh, I think we discontinued them. And I was like, you discontinued chocolate? <laughs> yeah. Do you understand what that does to people? Yeah. Like we find a chocolate, you find a chocolate that you like, that that you think is a little bougier and is a little nicer than buying a Hershey bar. And God damn it, you take it away? No. And what are they, they going to do next? Like they will have an uproar on their hands if they ever take away their dark chocolate, uh, peanut, dark chocolate peanut butter cups. They, oh yeah, yeah, people those will are riot. Good. But now that we put it out there in the universe, they will. They're going to. Yeah. They, it's just how I'm, I'm going to like hunt down Joe then, and poor poor Joe, poor Joe, <laughs> fuck Joe. He takes away our favorite things. Like he said, oh man, that's the, he needs a therapist. Because, like, why is he doing that? You make people With, happy and then you take away happiness. Yeah. Like, like Lucille Bluth, look at him withholding, getting off. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> speaking of getting off, I don't know. No, that would have been a good transition. Go yeah. work it out, workshop it in keep, real time. Keep, See, keep I, going, <laughs> keep going. We, keep we believe in you. Go ahead. Yep. Okay. Speaking of getting off, speaking go. of getting off, um, there's so many ways to go with that. And all of them lead back to Tom Sandoval and Raquel Rachel Levis. Oh, man. It's still going this week. Yeah. Pumper Willis has not slowed down. No. No. I was I was so happy to end her last Monday and just be like, oh, work. More stuff was coming out. Oh, Rachel is, is getting a restraining order against... Uh, Oh, that's, yeah, she claims it's Sheena because there were rumors when the story broke that, you know, Sheena and Raquel were in for New York. I guess Watch What Happens Live the night it started mm-hmm. all unraveling and that Sheena had punched her in the face or something. Mm-hmm. And then that was just like a rumor. But now Raquel's going with it and filed for a restraining order. Mm-hmm. And people are like, I mean, I don't know because one... I just don't think Sheena would do it. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, anybody could do anything. Two, uh, let's also not forget, Sheena's about five inches shorter than Raquel. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to get that right hook up there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in all honesty, yeah. like some five foot five person comes after me. I'm like, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> like, I, had, I, I had thoughts on why 
If, I don't think Sheena did. You know, people have been debunking it, like mm-hmm. looking at because uh, Raquel submitted pictures of a black eye, and um, but people are like those marks have been there for a long time. Yeah, when somebody she was saying that her bruise was there on her flight to New York. Yeah, well, didn't she? That's also like filing a filing a false police report. Didn't she also have a cut on her eyebrow that was like kind of bandaged up? It was like a bloody kind of. I mean, it'll all come out in the wash. So I don't know. I mean, I would certainly hope that Sheena wouldn't. I mean, I could see Sheena definitely like throwing, throwing a phone at her Mm -hmm. or throwing her phone away or doing something like that. You know what I mean? But I just don't see Sheena punching her. If she did, my only thing is it's, I don't think it's about the shock of the cheating because we know the show started. Sheena was the mistress of Eddie. Cibrian. So yeah. she has no issues being a homewrecker when it comes to oh, that. Oh my God. Jordan. Never going to let that one go. But so I don't think that was it. I think if she got angered, the reason would be she just found out she lost control of this season's storyline. Remember, up until we knew about Sandoval and Raquel, it was uh, Schwartz and Raquel and did Sheena set this up? Did Sheena push her? And Sheena was a central figure in the first few episodes, the drama. And then it's like, crap, she just lost that. Now it's Sandoval. But no, but I mean, maybe, but then at the same time, it's redemption for her because it's like, no, I didn't set this up. Now you guys can see, like, perhaps actually Tom Sandoval is the one that set this up in the first place. And But I think more, it's just her anger over, like, how could you do this? How could you infiltrate our friend group? How could you become, like, become so buddy-buddy with Ariana and me and have us, like, go to bat for you and then for you to do this to your friend? You, you're, you're taking the moral route for her. I am. Of course. I'm, I'm saying ratings and storyline control. <laughs> She's like, you bitch, I was a central figure these last few episodes. She's gonna be She's gonna be a huge central figure in the end in the back now end of it. Come be. on. Yes, you like, found a way in. Or I found mean, a way back in. It's just it's gonna happen. But I think like I I was like, why is why are people are taking this so I mean, I think it's funny some of the comments that we've gotten on last week's promo. Cause I also was like, yo, people, if this is a five second promo, you should listen to the entire episode to see what it actually says. But you know, whatever. Kind of oh my god. Of a promo. I think what? our promo made I said it it's in- kind of the point of a promo is that I mean, to yeah, get exactly. you to listen. <laughs> listen <Yeah>. to it. <laughs> I think our promo I sent it to you guys. I think it triggered I think it triggered Kristen Doty on her podcast this week. She mm-hmm. talked about people and she quoted basically like our promo. What you said. <laughs> yeah, what I said. <laughs> About uh, you get them the way you lose them. Or, she also no. quoted that on Sheena's podcast too. Yeah, and I, I've been podcast. saying that since it happened. I was like, I mean, we do have it, it is re, it is actually it's not a pipe dream. It is realistic that it would come across someone's feed, and I really like to think that we did trigger her. Oh, we did. I should see if she blocked us. Oh my god! Oh, please do. do well, okay, you check that in real time. Yes, you check and see if Kristen does. But I mean, it I, is true. I but the funny did, thing was, because if, if she listened to the episode, she would know that you love her so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was yeah, saying it was, it was, it was all defending pra- all praise up until then. Well, no, I was defending Kristen even in that moment. I was saying, remember, Sandoval cheated on Tom. Mm-hmm. Sandoval cheated on Kristen with 
Ariana. So I was defending her, but what she was saying is people stop bringing that up. Ariana is a victim. She's a, like, I'm over it. Leave Ariana alone. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't get over things. So I'm going to keep bringing it back up. Me. <laughs> so. I've, I've, and, as an, as kind of an outsider, as, as you noticed last week where I didn't have a ton to add, uh, it seems like in the last few days that Tom Schwartz has become the enemy. Like everybody's attacking him. Like, um, Shay, is it Sheena or Shayna? Sheena? Sheena. Sheena. She went on Kristen's podcast and called Tom a fucking pussy uh, because evidently he was yeah, texting so. her behind the scenes talking about how much, how upset he was with the other Tom. But then in public, he's not saying that. Uh, like TMZ got him at the airport the other day. That's Wait, the whole yeah. problem with Tom Tom Schwartz, though. Mm-hmm. Period. Like that's it's kind of what I was saying last week that he needs to break up with Tom Sandoval because, or else he's going because he doesn't he's spineless. It's why his marriage to Katie didn't work out. I mean, at least from what we see on the show, because obviously in people's relationships you don't see everything, so you don't know. But from what you saw on the show is that he wouldn't stand up for himself and he wouldn't stand up for his wife. And he was with Katie for 12 years. They were together for years before they even got married. And he would never stand up for her. And mm-hmm. there are times that I felt that she was wrong, but not so wrong where like Sandoval's going off on her. And then Schwartz is just kind of sitting there and kind of looking like, like the ultimate Libra who cannot make a decision. I mean, that's what he does. And it, and that in and of itself is, is a decision. So it just, so with him, it would be one thing if he came out and he was like, you know what, what Tom Sandoval did is wrong, but I'm standing by my friend because he needs a friend right now. I would totally not agree with that, but I would say, okay, well, he's made his decision, but he's not saying that, but he's also not like really stepping up and saying, well, my friend did is wrong. He put me in a bad position and I don't know if I can, and I can't support him mm-hmm. anymore. Well, he's not doing anything like that. He's not standing I, up for himself or his own integrity. He's being dragged down by Sandoval. I, I don't know what he's free to do um, as far as, because they're still, you know, they haven't filmed the cameras or backups mm-hmm. and they haven't filmed the reunion. So maybe he's saving that for the reunion. Although I don't count on that because you said, like you said, he's spineless. Yeah. So I don't expect him to come out swinging. But I mean, there is kind of like while filming's going on, you're supposed to be like, you'll have to watch. Yeah, if you're interested, but I don't know. I mean, I just feel like there's some there's some type of statement he can make. Mm -hmm. I mean, because even that could influence how it goes on the show. Because like to all. Because if you saw the demise of not just only Ariana and Tom, but you saw the demise of Tom and Tom Mm -hmm. on the show, that would be something to see. Like that breakup too. Like, that would be huge as well. Yeah. I'm just if saying that huge, wise. If they had a huge falling out, do you think they'd like change the name of Tom Tom? Like literally get up on the sign and take one of the Toms off? <laughs> it's just become Tom. Just Tom. Just Tom. I just really yeah. enjoy all the people who are like, Tom Sandoval should be fired. No, he should not. No, he should not. No, no. These people make great. This is the best TV we've had in years. When also, people. And cheating happens. Cheating. Ha- like, I know I sound. Like cheating happens and like this whole group has cheated on each other. And I think we just all thought that Tom and Ariana, because they'd been together for so long and because Ariana is kind of a, uh, like a stalwart in a sense that 
and she could kind of ground Tom that they would just work out. I think what people are feeling is betrayed. Yeah. Who am I as a, as a fan if I don't have Tom and Ariana as like my touchstone, like who am I as, you know, the the real betrayal honestly is to Ariana. Like she's built her life around him. Even no matter what, even if you were. This sounds like that Stevie Nicks song. It kind of is. Landslide. When you have the rug pulled out from underneath you, when you thought that you were in a good relationship, or even if you're in a down part of a long-term relationship, but you have, you've like invested money, not just time and love, but like money, building a life together, having a home together. And you find out that, not that it was all a lie, but like a big portion of it was. And that's not the life that you wanted to have. And you thought you were being communicative. Like you start to question who you are as a person. And that's really, that's like where the deep stuff happens, like right there. And so I think like just to be cheated on if you're dating sucks enough, but in a long-term relationship, like, you know, that's, that's just, is really just super I, rough. I, th- I was thinking last night as I was falling asleep where I do my best thoughts, the irony <laughs> of this is that, okay, the ones who you thought would stay together uh, Tom and Kate, the Toms, Kate, Tom and Katie, Tom and Ariana. Okay, maybe not you thought you would, but they were the most stable given this uh, cast. They fell apart. What if the two relationships that emerge from this uh, mess, even though they're not on, Jackson and Brittany, what if they stay together forever? And then the one I'm hoping, I feel like Lala and James Kennedy will one day ride off into the sunset. They're lo- they're, they're, <laughs> they're made for other. each other. There is like, the, they've always had that tension. They finally, she finally admitted she hooked up with him. That, mm-hmm. And I do think, I mean, for, I never thought James and Raquel would marry, or at least that it would last. I mean, there's always been this unrequited love for Lala, and now she, now that I mean, she's everybody's free. going back and watching episodes, and you know, being you know, good old like you know, P- Perry Mason or uh, Columbo now with episodes and looking for for stuff. But I have to think that because I remember when I watched episode and saw Lala confess that she had hooked up with James and Raquel didn't get as mad as I Mm -hmm. thought she would. Even when she talked to James, like she just didn't. And I was kind of like, wow, you've really moved on. Haven't you? Like what's going on here? Like there was a bit of me that was like, either you never really loved him. So you didn't really care. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted people show in different ways. But I just feel like there's at least something that you could, if somebody's trying to, you can see sometimes when people are trying to keep it calm. Do you know what I mean? And you get that feeling like she would have like broken down more in maybe the confessional or something like that. I don't know. There was just, I'm playing. Well, now we know. I mean, at the time this was filming, she was already hooking up with Sandoval, right? Exactly. So she was over it. She was. She was like, she was already yeah. over it. Yeah. yeah. She definitely Can't was. steal what I already threw away. So. I mean, she wasn't throwing away much. Let's be honest. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like. Uh, oh, a funny thing that happened. Oh, I guess funny. But um, um, 
you saw Tom, you brought up Tom Tom Nay, and you know their license was suspended this week. Liquor yeah. license, theirs and pumps. Yeah. But I saw for two different reasons. I, the, the, when you first sent me the article, it said something about serving minors. But the thing, what I read today was that they, for, they didn't pay some fees. They got yeah. s- like suspended for fees. And those are two very different things. Yeah. And I saw, um, the, I realized the one I sent from the one with minors was more of a gossipy blog. And yeah, I, okay. so I don't know how. So we'll, we'll, we'll go with that one being right. That yeah. Yeah. We'll, that in we'll our head, su- that would have. Let's just go. Yes, go with the sleaziest money. source. No, but I think from what I ca- I was looking around, I think the mo- the more reliable sources or credible ones are saying Probably. it was they forgot, which means Ken Todd forgot to pay their fees. I looked at um, the WeHo Times published the report, whatever the whatever the city papers are on the license suspension and uh, Ken's the officer on both companies. Cause each one's a different like LLC or whatever. One of them, I don't know if it's pump. It's the name of the company it's registered to is pinky Vanderpump LLC. <laughs> she so. wanted to be called pinky on the show when she yeah. first was on. Yeah. But uh, they, um, so I don't, it takes time to uh, fix it. I don't know if they're back up. Under. We should it's, just call. Well, it's, a, it's, it's relatively new. It was suspended as of uh, uh, March 8th. So that was just mm. uh, last week. My first thought, and it's awful, is uh, but the underage drinking is that my mm-hmm. I thought, well, like, you know, for anybody that well, everybody watched the shows know what neighborhood that's in. You know, it's surrounded by some of the most iconic gay bars and clubs ever. My first thought is, well, maybe they thought they were serving twinks who are actually teenagers, <laughs> but you know, maybe. I mean, yeah. And you in know, this day and age, with like Botox and fillers, sometimes yeah. you just cannot tell. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that person was sixteen. I thought they were just, a, you know, I thought they were just trying to look sixteen. <laughs> so I guess that's not the reason. Yeah, oh. at least that's a. I mean, I yeah. We'll go. I I hate going with more credible sources because I yeah, really they're so like boring. The most salacious version. Un- unpaid of fees is so boring. <laughs> but I mean, that is kind. Of, that is really sloppy, considering it's always Ken and Lisa have owned ninety eight thousand bars and have an empire, and then it's like, dude, you forgot to send the check to like your two. For your liquor it's like getting your cell, yeah, it's like getting your, your cell phone cut off because you actually forgot to pay that bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But um that's expensive, I, expensive loss of business. Well, because they specifically said they, they, they named that the the next two weekends are unusually busy weekends because you got the Oscars this week and St. Patrick's Day next week. Though I don't mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of do you think Pump gets a big St. Patrick's Day crowd? Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. They better check. They better ID the. If they see like someone who looks nine years old next week, it's not a leprechaun. They need to card that person. Yeah. So. For, yes. <laughs> it, well, it is on a Friday this year. So. No way. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's on is a there, Friday. Is there anywhere you'd want to be less on St. Patrick's Day than a pump that can't serve liquor? Like, yeah. why would you? Why would you be there? 
There's the so many the ways I could go with that line. Is there any mm-hmm. way you want to be less than a pump that doesn't serve liquor? Yeah, I was I was throwing it out there, Stacey. You, we can circle back to it. We can, we can circle back. But yeah, it's a oh rough gosh. week. Rough week for the Toms. I wonder the is there something like again? Not an expert on the show, but like with them in karaoke, is that like a thing with the Toms? Because I've heard several like. Um, Saturday, uh, this weekend, uh, Tom Schwartz was, uh, there was video of him at a karaoke bar in, uh, Sherman Oaks, actually r- the Oaks Tavern, which is literally oh. within 50 feet of, of our, uh, lovely chimney sweeper at last week. Mm. Um, and there was video of him singing very bad karaoke. He did brain stew by green day, not a terribly easy song to sing, but he was terrible. Like, I mean, I know Sandoval's the one with the bad band, but like Schwartz sucked. And then um, I saw a few days ago, a friend of the show, Kate Casey, posted a, a photo of Sa- Tom Sandoval and said when she met him, it, it was at a karaoke bar. So I saw that. I'm like, what is it with them and karaoke? Is that like a thing on the show that they have some Not love of karaoke? I mean, I, it could just be a coincidence. I mean, it's only two, but, you know. It also it could be they're like, you know, they're... Um, their lives are bar centered and they're attention seekers. So they just like have, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was an inside thing. Like, yeah, they do no. on the show a lot. Not that I can remember. I mean, technically, you could say uh, Sheena's great at karaoke. Well, not even great, but she karaoke's because it's not like she sings live. I don't know. Her good as gold. I don't think that was like, she's not belting it out like. Whitney, but yeah. Oh, one thing too, we forgot when we were talking about this for days, our investigative work is what other people, I guess, um, is it Buzzfeed tapped into as well this week? Yeah. That Sandoval may have shaved a year or two off his age. Yep. And the, the sources I, fa- the sources I looked up public records show him July 82 where he claims 83. Mm-hmm. Well, so. the thing that doesn't seem to be in in um, in debate is that like he did graduate high school in two thousand. Like there does seem to be records of that. Now you could mm. in, you a, a high school grad. I was seventeen when I graduated. You don't have to be. You know, you could be different ages. I was seventeen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys are you guys are summer babies. So yeah, I honestly so, yeah. did not realize that he was from St. Louis. I guess that makes me like him slightly more, even although that's not saying much because he was already in the hole with me because I didn't know anything <laughs> about him before this cheating thing. But him being from St. Louis, he, he gained a couple points in my mind. When it, I talked about her last week, our good friend of the pod, Jessica, she's she's from St. Louis area. Well, she's from Mexico, Missouri, so outside of St. Louis. <laughs> Like, that's oh, fair. That's <laughs> that laugh no, that, that you just that, gave. <laughs> okay, that, and she'll, Jessica will appreciate this. That is Missouri. Not yes. Missouri. That is <laughs> yeah. Missouri. And that is not an insult to the folks from Missouri. They will admit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, she, and, and she went to Mizzou for, for uh, college. So good old, that's Columbia, right? Yep. Or, I think, yeah. Yeah, um, Columbia. Yeah. So, but, but, obvi- but obviously like most of the time she's flying into St. Louis, but she, she saw Tom on her flight to St. Louis for Christmas and she said he was alone because you know there's there's all those rumors that re- that Rachel met him in St. Louis for Christmas. Mm. Um, but she was like he she's like for the record he was alone when I saw him 
Now, if Rachel met up with him, who knows? I don't know. That still seems far-fetched to me because I really can't see who knows what, what your parents will co-sign on, but maybe I couldn't see like his mom being like, Oh, this is great. You're cheating on Ariana. Like yeah, and you're bringing your mistress to like Christmas. Like I can't see, like fine. If you're like in love with somebody else, but like, please don't bring her home for Christmas until this is all squared away. I mean, I don't, I don't know many moms who'd be like, yeah, bring your mistress. This is yeah. awesome. <laughs> Unless his um, mom hated Ariana. Because I've heard of that. I mean, maybe. I've who heard knows? of... Who was it? Shannon Bedore's mother-in-law welcomed David's that's right. mistress. That is... That's she, it was. She was a, miss, the true miss... Grandmother Bedore hated Shannon, and she did encourage David's affairs. So, so I could be completely wrong about this. Yeah. So, I mean... That, that's funny. I was going to be like, yeah, I think I knew someone. I was like, no, it's a Bravo. <laughs> it was <not> his <laughs> Yeah. Um, I could totally see Sandoval shaving. I mean, all of them are like, the, it's funny. I'm not talking Jax about did. the. Yeah, it's it's funny in this situation. I'm not talking about the women, which is typical in Hollywood, the pressure too. The guys on this show are the ones I totally see lying about their ages. Jax. Uh, so, yeah. I'm just like, if you're going to say shave off some, some time, shave off. Why don't you shave off like a couple of years? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I was going to say like, what the hell is the difference between 41, 42, 40? Yeah. Like you're, you're, if, as long as you're saying you're over 40, what the hell's the difference? Someone it's a weird thing a, to lie about. Someone had a theory the if you time it to when the show started, it would have put him at twenty nine instead of thirty. And that's like a mental uh, threshold for these the show is originally these twenty somethings, maybe. So I mean, yeah, one year. I would do like two or three just because one year is kind of pathetic like we found out anyways. Might as well have done it for Yeah. But they're ageless, they're timeless. It's not like they ever grow up anyways. <laughs> I had a, a friend, no longer friends with her anymore. Um, but that's another story. That's not very interesting either. But she has a December birthday, like later in December than mine, closer to Christmas. And so I understand her like hating her birthday. Absolutely get it. And so then one year though, she's, she announces that she is moving her birthday from, I believe it was just, I believe it's December 19th to July 23rd. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, you do you boo, but like still, still your birthday. How old was she when she came up to this? She was like over 30 by this point. Oh God. I was picturing like a, like a third grader. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, I was like, okay. And she would get mad when, like, her family members would wish her happy birthday on her actual birthday. And I was like, girlfriend, like, you're, like, 32 years old. Like, this is, shut the fuck up. Like, if you just want to tell people who didn't know you before that th- that this is your birthday, then fine. And if you want to celebrate on that day, I'm fine with that. But I did ask her, and I meant this seriously. I meant this ser- because she's moved it. I was like, did you move it seven months ahead? Or six or five months back. Mm. I was like, so, you know, when are we celebrating your 33rd birthday? The legal year, the calendar year. And she got so mad at me. And I was like, why are you so mad at me for asking truly a question that I need to know of what age are we celebrating? Because if you're trying to make yourself six months younger, then I just think that's stupid too. So, like, yeah. 
Oh, I didn't think of that. And you know, the fact that she got upset about it tells me she was looking to go younger. You oh, 100%. Like, I would have understood if she moved her, her birthday to February, like two months later. I would have been like, okay. Or just like right. celebrate after the first then when the holidays are over. Mm-hmm. But to like change it, like, that's so like elementary school. Yeah. My, that's like having an imaginary friend. She was married and a mother by this point when she decided this. <laughs> See, be, being a parent or being a married does not make you smarter. Mm. Nope. That's true. Uh, That's who true. who just won what, Nate? Because I saw you get really uh, excited. Sorry, I got very excited. Uh, Brendan Fraser just won for Best Actor. I'm very happy. We, I, go. like most of George the George of the Jungle or Encino George, yes, Man? Yes, no, he. Encino, um, <laughs> yes. The Mummy. Oh, yeah. No, The Mummy Returns. Star of The mm. Mummy Returns. Uh, no, I like everybody. Wishes only good things for Brendan Fraser. So I was happy mm-hmm. to see that. So that's why I got very excited. I'm sorry. School Ties. I apologize. School Ties. Oh, yeah. School Ties was a good school one. School Ties. Good, yeah. That's when I first knew of him. School Ties. Yep. Yeah. I think for me, Encino Man. No and then... The Jews. <laughs> so I, I'm glad we're bringing up. Well, at least at least School Ties is a respectable movie. I'm like my point of references are like <laughs> Polly Shore and Disney. <laughs> yeah. A movie about anti-Semitism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that should have been your first one, Jordan. That's the right. Lighthearted <laughs> romp around anti-Semitism in the 1950s with Matt Damon as the asshole yep. villain. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. It's on brand for him. <laughs> Very on brand. <laughs> Which this just occurred because we have, I'm sure we have a lot to say about. Uh, oh, that's right. It's kind of funny. After all that pump rules stuff, there is something going on. There's some other little thing going on in LA this week. Tonight, actually, some awards show. I don't know. Uh, you mean the Last of Us finale? You're right. That is tonight. <laughs> Are, are yeah. Ben and J-Lo at the, are the Oscars? I have not seen them. I don't, I don't think probably, so. Probably, no, if, if they were there, you'd, you'd know. That, they that would have been the first, because um, um, that would have been the first thing on every cover, every outfit, co- fashion coverage. Or no, so they're not, they're, they're probably not there. going to post parties. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah, like Vanity or Fair or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not nominated. If you're not nominated, and not presenting, then just go to the parties. Just yeah, yeah, might as well. Um, we were talking beforehand about the red carpet gaffe between Ashley Graham and and Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant <laughs> that yeah. was just, and I've only just seen like a snippet of it, so I haven't seen the whole thing. But like, how we we're talking about how. People are all upset at Hugh Grant. We're like, well, he's just leaning into his yeah, curmudgeonness. Yeah, no, like, he's, a, he's become he's an old... He's been like that yeah. since he was 30. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, if you go back and watch it, he undoubtedly is an asshole, but he leans into being an asshole. So it kind of... it's. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's endearing because I felt bad for Ashley Graham because she was... Str- like, she needed, like, a lifeboat and he was not going to do it. Like, he was just going to keep being a curmudgeon and it just sank and sank. But, you know, it's it's yeah. that's the way he is. Well, and, and I like Ashley Graham too, but, but as we were talking, and as a as a former E red carpet mm. producer, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nate, like we were talking about how all of the like E ABC uh, Hollywood, all the all the places they've really in the last like 
four or five years moved away from using actual entertainment reporters on the red carpet yeah. to using celebrity, other celebrities or influencers and things like that who don't have years of experience behind them. And unfortunately for Ashley, this was a moment where if she had been, if she had years of experience mm-hmm. behind her, if she was a Ryan or a Juliana, she would have been able to segue that or save that mm-hmm. in a different yeah. way. But she just doesn't have... It's that that ten thousand hours of practice. That's all I'm saying about Ashley. I'm not saying mm. like she's bad. She's they, bad or anything like that. But I don't think people appreciate just how because he's kind of become a joke just because of how he's everywhere. But how good Ryan is at that. He's so good at it. Like the yeah. way I don't, I don't. I'm sure there's video of it somewhere. But I, I'm sure, and I think we've talked about it in here. Like, gosh, 10, 12 years ago when um, Sasha Baron Cohen was doing the Dictator. And came onto the Oscar red carpet dressed as whatever fictional dictator he was playing in the movie, carrying an urn. And yeah. Ryan, at E, we were the, E was such a like high prestige at all these shows. We were the first, the very first platform. It was the first interview you had to do. Um, and we could all see it coming. And Ryan could see it coming that he, that Sasha Baron Cohen in costume is walking up with this urn. And we were all like, oh, fuck, he's gonna, he's gonna pour that on Ryan, isn't he? And Ryan just did this, did an interview. Did knew he was. I mean, Sasha Baron Cohen's doing it in character. There's nothing serious you can take for that. And then, of course, Sasha Baron Cohen j- like j- accidentally spills this entire canister of I don't know what it was. It was supposed to be ashes. That it was some powder all over his tux. We were off camera. Uh, we were actually no. I'm sorry. I was watching it with the um, the talent manager at the hotel at the Roosevelt, and we saw it happen. And she turned to me. And she's like, "Fuck." And then her phone rang and she had to run out there with the new jacket. But Ryan was played it off. Like he could not have done that better. He didn't get mad. He joked it off. He was furious. Like once the camera, once we went to commercial, he was furious. Uh, And I don't, I'm guessing Sasha Baron Cohen has never done anything else for E. I would be, I would venture (laughs) to guess, but he played, he was so good on camera. So yeah, like, and uh, Ashley Graham on that, and ABC uses a lot of uh, like kind of I don't want to call them newbie talent because they're 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 known people. They're just not known for this. Vanessa Hudgens has been doing a lot of their shows. She's actually well, very good. She's good. Last last year, ABC I think it was ABC had um, Vanessa and like Nikki Hilton. Yeah, she did some yeah. some commentary with Vanessa. It was like a pan or a group of them on the. Yeah, I think Nikki was there for fashion. I think was yeah. it? I don't think she actually interviewed people. But like, and E's doing it with Laverne Cox. They've been using Laverne mm. for a couple of years and she's getting better. And I love her to death, super talented. It's just, that's how hard this is that she just is very awkward during interviews, does not know when to like, let the person speak is very, is not good at tossing it. Like Ryan and Juliana tossing back to each other. Was it like art? Like they, you say what you want about either of them. They, they were perfect for each other. They were mm-hmm. very good at it. Did they like each other? I don't know if I've asked that. Um, I don't know, honestly. To Wait, be honest do you with think, you, we, we, like we, we know, big, like um, my, we know, like with say Kelly Ripa, who I always confuse. I confuse all; they're all small and thin. Yeah, yeah. El Puente. Where am I going? Like we all know Kelly. No, not Kelly. Like Kelly Ripa and like Michael Strahan. Obviously, there was no love lost in the end. Right. We're off camera. I've also heard that about. London, what's her name? Clint Kelly and Stacey London. 
Uh, from, uh, Clinton Kelly from yeah, yeah from yeah. Uh, it turns out they hated each other. I can't mm-hmm. Were Ryan like were Ryan and because they play well together? Were they friendly? Like I they I could good? tell. I, I don't know behind behind the scenes. Like you know when, when we dealt with them, they were very professional with each other. That I do know that there was a definite resentment because um, Juliana was the queen bee. She was mm-hmm. the, the the. This was like I came on to E the same year Ryan did in two thousand six. Juliana was like the, you know, she hosted um, the E! News Daily, uh, or E! News, the nightly show. And um, she basically, she she had gone through a number of co-hosts over the years, but that was her show. She was going to be like, she was the top of the food chain. And they brought in Ryan, who was already a known person, but he was not as big as he is now. Like he was, he was, he had started American Idol, or he'd been doing American Idol for a few years. He had his radio show. But he, but he, they came in and he was immediately number one. And so she resented him yeah. for a long time because that knocked her down to the number two post. But I don't know if they like actually liked each other outside of work. We never really saw one way or the other. They didn't really interact. We should say they follow each other on Instagram. The, the, the old <laughs> housewives or the old housewives way is to see if they follow each other on Instagram. The, the one thing I saw, I'll, I'll Jordan, that I, I kn- that knew you'd too. appreciate the most, and what's the most important thing with Oscars is the gift basket, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you see what the gift basket this year was? It was um, uh, the company is called Distinctive Assets. It's a marketing company, and the mm-hmm. gift bag was valued at $123,000. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only offered to the uh, nominees for director uh, actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actor. So all the acting categories and director. So any other mm-hmm. categories didn't get it. Um, but it was, uh, let me, it had um, like 11 things in it, but some of the things that they were in it were a $9,000 three night stay at the Faro Punta Imperatore Lighthouse in Italy uh, for the nominee and up to seven friends. Uh, a $12,000 arm liposuction procedure from Dr. Thomas Sue promising to, this is really fucked up. The quote was promising to give women an instant lean and toned look as if men wouldn't do the liposuction. Yeah. Um, but then they follow it right back up with a private hair restoration consultation, which is clearly for the men uh, valued at se- <laughs> valued at $7,000, which honestly, these, these celebrities, they're paying mean, $7,000 for their, for their hair. You mean you and I are only seven Gs away? From, yeah, well, that's from the consultation. That's from the consultation. Oh, oh the consultation. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, uh, maybe, I was like, maybe I could come up with, I didn't know. I was, yeah, no. And they also, another uh, thing in the gift basket is a, um, a kind of a blanket up to $10,000 worth of procedures from Dr. Konstantin Vasiokivich which can include chemical peels, laser, laser skin, Botox, resurfacing. Um, but then the most, the, the most amazing thing in this gift basket was one square Ozempic. meter. What? No, that would have been better. No, you get <laughs> I, a one. A year's s- supply of Ozempic would have been perfect. That's that all actually, That would have upped the 123. That would have been the 123,000 all right yeah, there. That's yeah. all you needed. Uh, the, no, the last thing is one square meter plot of land in Australia through the Pieces Australian Conservation product, Project, and that one square foot of land is valued at $50. A square foot of land. And that's become controversial because evidently the land was stolen from indigenous people. Of course oh. So in, in, indigenous people have come out this week and being like, yeah, they're giving away our land to actors in America. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's a square foot. Like what the hell are you supposed to do with that? 
Yeah, that's where they could have well, give now it that back. I, that's what I would do. See, I would take would it just the, yeah. to give it back. You should and make a big show of it. Make a sh- like do an entire like press conference ceremony of handing the square foot back. <laughs> you know, a lot of this stuff doesn't get claimed anymore because it, it's taxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they they actually said they they said that it, the they're welcome to any of these eleven things. They don't have to do all of them, and they said they said that. That it's yeah, it is not tax, or it is you have to pay taxes on it. But they said more often than not, people don't take these things up, also because they they can do better, but also because they're just too yeah, busy. Like that, yeah, that they vacation, don't they don't need a discount on like the seven day surgery, vacation yeah. in in Italy with seven other friends. I mean, George Clooney, you know, he's like, I fucking live there. I don't need that. What what do I want that? Yeah, for? yeah. But Brendan Fraser might want it because he hasn't been working a lot, like. <laughs> Well, not of the caliber. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, he might be like, well, you know what? That might be a little fun to go, you know, to go ahead. And that's only $9,000. I'll go ahead well, and, and celebrate with and my friends and my family. Bless his heart. Now, like I said, I love him like a son or a father. I guess a father. <laughs> um, he's already had the hair implant, the, the plugs. Uh, I don't think he needs yeah. an additional consultation. Now, I've noticed over the last, you see, like you, Jordan, you look at rings, you look at jewelry. I look at hair, obviously. <laughs> so, like, I can spot that. Like, when you ever, you have a hairline that's going. I honestly, I can see uh, Brendan Fraser's coming from a long time. Go back and look at the mummy. You, that hairline is, it's, it is, he's doing a lot of work with that swept down hair. You could tell it was going mm. back then. Um, but up until recently, the plugs were bad, like very spread out. Like you look at pictures of them from like a few years ago. They're looking solid right now. Solid work. I mean, uh, granted, he's, he's, he's reached that level where you already know he has plugs. Like the key is to do like the McConaughey, uh, Ben Affleck thing where like nobody knows. Mm-hmm. So, so nobody knows the difference. Jude Law did it pretty well. Like everybody knows he did it, but it was done well. Like it's, it's so, somewhat subtle. But um, yeah, so he doesn't need that consultation, I assume. Oh, by the way, Instagram checked. Ryan and Juliana both follow each other. Oh. It's a complete package. I was kind of hoping one, maybe if they didn't follow each other, that only one followed one. You know what I mean? Someone didn't reciprocate the follow, so they, they would be, probably hate. It's probably a hate follow. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it through the lens of housewives, but. <laughs> And I'm tra- I, he, I'm sure they've rotated out. So the entire time I knew Ryan, like for ten years, mm-hmm. he had a, a main assistant uh, who eventually became like the operations manager for for Ryan Seacrest Productions. She was no longer considered his assistant, mm-hmm. so she had assistants under her. So he had like four or five at any given time. So I'm trying to I'm like which level of assistant? Because when I was there, it was kind of social media. Twitter was not as big in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm wondering like which level of his assistants is actually doing his social media. It's probably yeah. like the third not, or fourth assistant. I couldn't replicate his tone, so I was just, I was just about to throw myself out there. Well, he's like, he, he's, he's one of those way too positive. Well, yeah, he's one of those big time celebrities that you can tell is he's not. I mean, it's it's obvious he's not writing it. It's just it's so promotional. Yeah. It's very vanilla. Same with Tom Cruise. Go back and look at Tom Cruise's tweets. That that's not him. Whereas somebody like Tom yeah. Hanks, Tom Hanks is in fact Tom Hanks signs his he signs him th like that's clearly Tom Hanks you know, tweeting, but Seacrest, I doubt yeah. he's ever done anything like, like that. He just tells somebody what to do. I don't know. Only news. It could be Tom uh, Hanks's brother because they sound exactly alike mm. voice wise. So maybe they sound exactly alike tweet wise. Could be. Or maybe yeah, it's Chet. That's, that's a secret there. Sometimes if you think that you hear Tom Hanks's voice promoting something or repping something, 
but you're not quite sure and he doesn't say his name is Tom Hanks, mm. guess what? It's probably his brother. Oh, that's that's they, a cool way look, to throw some work around the family. And they look mm-hmm. very similar too. Dude, they like they, my brother and I sound alike. So, um, like, one of us has work in the future. If one of us, you, you get you guys can do some parent trap stuff. That'd be yeah. fun. Can we just get Justin on here one night? Yeah. Like, like yeah, you just... won't be able to tell. Like people, yeah. uh, when we picked up each other's phones, they're like, "Sorry, this is his brother." They're like, "Ha ha, funny!" Like <laughs> one of his one, once, one of his bosses yelled at me, like thinking <gasps> she's like, "Not yeah." On that note, <laughs> it's been an award-winning evening. Star-studded oh, A-list. Here and pretty corrupt. Um, you you going to go up to the chateau to, and and you know enjoy one of the uh, I don't know which party that'll be, but I'm sure there will be one there. Yeah, a party uh, that's picketed. I'll go, but they <laughs> yeah, won't. Yeah. I, oh God, remember those origin that that story. <laughs> yeah. That's for another. <laughs> yeah, we can do an entire episode on that. Well, well, we try following celebrities into the after parties tonight. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Also, most importantly, as as a nominee's gift basket to your friends, families, coworkers, enemies, and frenemies, make sure to tell them about Pretty Corrupt Podcast. <laughs> um Get the word out there, please. And uh, what is it? Rate, subscribe, follow, review, review share, share. DM us with therapy, um, therapist recommendations. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. E- each, I promise each, oh, what if we had a therapist on here to... Honestly, all of us could use some therapy. Yeah. What if we had a therapist on, but you, but your brother did the entire interview as you? That would be just all layers. That'd just be layers. What if, in the spirit of the Oscars, the therapist is actually like Jodie Foster, and she, and I'm she's come and she's come to. Uh, but yeah, well, um, I don't know what to say. All I have to say is the award goes to I don't know Nate or Jordan Brent, for Brendan for best Fraser. head of. Best head oh, best head of hair. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, no. Uh, our DMs are definitely open for anybody that can do cheap. Then give us a better deal than a seven thousand dollar consultation. Yeah. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>